Persephone's Charm podcast. I'm Nicole, and I'll be your host for today's Mystic Mondays. This podcast is connected to my website, persephonescharm.com, where I offer in-depth, intuitive tarot readings, along with my YouTube channel, where I do deck reviews and monthly pick-a-card-style readings. If you'd like a reading, feel free to book a session at persephonescharm.com. Welcome to Mystic Mondays. Today is going to be a little bit different. Um, I'm a little under the weather. We just had uh, a lot of craziness go on over the weekend. Um, and we're in Michigan, so it's finally deciding to be spring, but it may change in a couple of hours. Part of the craziness that happened this weekend, um, my fiance and I went to the storage unit that we had my mother's belongings stored in when she passed away, um, which this Wednesday will make it a year. So things that I've kind of been pushing off and trying not to think about, it's kind of bubbled up to the surface, especially because it's almost a year the year anniversary of my mother's passing and moving some of the stuff into our home and doing some spring cleaning both physically in the home and I guess mentally at this point too because it's just been a lot of stuff that's been building up. So with spring coming, so with the name that I chose, Persephone's Charm. I focus more on the seasonal change. I, I tend to say that um, Persephone and her mother Demeter are sort of the reason for the season, but the, the whole story about Persephone going to the underworld and it becoming wintertime and only returning to spring once she comes back. So I'm very connected with the seasonal changes and that's one reason that I picked the name. Um, I've always been interested in Greek mythology, but I've also been very connected with, um, you know, as a Taurus and, you know, a very earthy person and growing up with my mother who had like, not only a green thumb, but I swear all like her hands and her feet were just always in a plant or <laughs> she liked to run around barefoot when she could and, you know, always taking care of all of her plants. When she passed away, she had probably 35 plants in her house that a few of them she was continuing to let grow since I was a child because I remember, <laughs> I remember those plants. Um, just, just a word of warning, I may get emotional during this, but that's okay. That's part of the process, right? Um, we were dealing with a lot of, a lot of changes, you know, when, when she passed away, but also, you know, every seasonal change, there's always some sort of shift. And I'm really feeling that shift here, especially with it being March, um, you know, her death anniversary and everything kind of 
blooming into life. Um, that's one comment that I made when she passed away is that it's actually kind of fitting because um, like with tarot, if we look at the death card, it's, it's about things ending and new things changing and, and starting. And so it's almost like that cycle has, was kind of um, very prominent the moment that she passed away. But yeah, so I'm, I'm very, very much in tune with like uh, seasonal shifts and like when there's an energy change when it comes to, you know, springtime. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I'm going on a little bit of a ramble here. Um, but this whole process has kind of gotten me thinking I don't want to say a more positive aspect of you know, life and death or, you know, that sort of thing, but it's, it's, it's been interesting because I've found myself growing a lot more um, towards the time, like right up and to the point where she passed away and I've grown exponentially since she has passed. I get a lot of people coming to me asking about mediumship and you know sometimes things come through but not all the time and certainly not if I don't have you know already had that connection with that person um, but I try to let messages come through and for one situation we were getting ready to get all of the stuff from the storage unit and there were like five cardinals in the tree. They were all female cardinals and I was joking with my fiance saying that they're probably attracted to my bright red hair um, but my mom had a huge connection with cardinals. Um, they are very prominent here in Michigan but she has always had this weird connection with cardinals so I thought that that was very interesting and monarch butterflies whenever they pop up they remind me of a situation when I was about seven or eight um, we were living in Kansas and there was this big field I was walking home from school one day I was walking home from school one day and there were all these monarch butterflies because it was I guess in their uh, migration path so I caught a bunch of them being a kid didn't realize that you know it could be damaging to them um, but I just I probably caught maybe 20 or 30 monarch butterflies and I was holding them all walking home with them and I showed my mom and she sort of laughed and she's like go let them let them go open the screen door let them go and I just released them all at once and she was she was laughing so hard and she's like I know this is gonna sound stupid but I kind of want you to go catch them all again just so I can take a picture because she loved like 
she loved things like that like just seeing them all scatter out at once was beautiful to her she loves or she loved nature and you know again plants were like her extra babies she always had tons of plants all the time um and I don't know my this is kind of turning into more of like a memorial kind of or like a a podcast dedicated to my mother but that's fine I'll go with it (laughs) um I have this German like curio cabinet situation now it was the end pieces of my parents German shrunk and my mom kept two end pieces that are kind of like a display cabinet and you can attach them together and I have her urn in there with a picture of her and you know the candle for my grandmother who had passed away a couple months prior to her and then my fiance's wife um, passed away and her urn is in there and his mother's urn is in there so it's kind of like this dedication piece to all the people that we love that have passed away but it was very difficult putting that together yesterday and then the day before <clears throat> sorry trying not to get emotional but it's sort of hard sometimes um, and I apologize for this not being the best quality um, podcast. I'm not going to edit. I'm just going to let you guys hear my process and you know, kind of understand where my brain is going with certain things. One thing I have to say is um, last Mother's Day, I got this little plaque thing and says everything I am you helped me to be and I picked it up and I initially I thought of my mother but I also thought of all the people that have supported me throughout this creative process and me kind of getting my business off the ground and everything and it really is everything that I am you know you guys my mother people in my family who have been supportive like you guys have all been so supportive and you know pushed me to actually do this and one thing that uh, connects with my mother which is interesting because I am pagan Um, and my mother was Christian and she didn't judge me for all the weird stuff that I was into she um, she used to say that she never wanted a tarot reading because she doesn't want to know anything bad or she just wants to try to stay positive Um, and I get this all the time when people say they don't want a reading it's always I don't want to know how I'm going to die which is weird because I've never in my life 
ever seen a tarot reader tell someone how they're going to, you know, leave this world. Never in my life. <laughs> so it's that kind of misconception is interesting to me. Um, and when I first started my journey, I didn't tell my mother about it because I was very, very young. Um, I it's been 20 years so it's been a long process of of slowly opening up um, I remember when I was 13 um, I was very much into like Marilyn Manson and you know I was the typical goth kid and my mom never had a problem with it she just figured at least I was safe and I wasn't the kind of kid to run around town and get into trouble. I just stayed in my room and listened to music and played video games <laughs> and, you know, read books. So she didn't care that I dyed my hair bright red or that, you know, I would get piercings. It, it's just, it's interesting to have that sort of support system and then it just kind of disappears. I know that I was an adult when it happened, but I know that there's, you know, people that go through that situation where they're so young and they, they grow up without the, that support system. So it is very eye-opening. Uh, we actually had a discussion here at home last night because my fiance's son was just starting to kind of open up a little bit more about his mother. So it's, it's a very touchy topic, I, and I understand that, but we have to try to not focus on the negative side of it which again I know is super hard because like trust me I was bawling my eyes out and in tears the entire time that we were at that storage unit and you know walking past her picture every day is it's hard but we have to kind of be able to move on not necessarily let go but we have to be able to progress in our lives um, in a way that the people before us could be proud of. That's how I look at it. Sorry, I went on a tangent again. <laughs> um, so when I was when I was about 14, I remember there was a moment where I was getting ready to do some sort of spell work or ritual um, and you know I was 14 years old I was living in my parents home and they wanted me to do the dishes <laughs> which may sound silly but I was you know 14 and I, I had my mindset that I had to do it at this certain time because that's how you're taught um, when, when you first start practicing is that 
there are certain times and days and places that you have to do certain things. <laughs> but now that I'm older, I realize that, you know, it's, it's all about the intention for a majority of things. Um, but I remember my father was very angry that I was wanting to do whatever it was that I was doing first before I did the dishes and um, we had we had kind of an issue and he went in my room and he grabbed my book and he just like threw it across the room and <laughs> was very upset um, and my mother still at this point thought it was just a phase and I would grow out of it and what was apparently important was for me to do dishes. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's definitely not a phase. <laughs> she uh, she said that when uh, when I was like 25, she said, I you know I realize now that it's not a phase, and you know at least you were a good kid and. It may not be something that I agree with or that I personally practice, but you know, if it makes you happy and it's not dangerous or anything, then you know, basically you do you do you. Um, and she was very open about learning. Um, I actually had my friend who was sort of giving classes and she did a, um, a Wicca 101 class, which isn't necessarily what I practice, but I figured that it loosely relates to how I perceive things. So I had my, my mother kind of sit in with the class just so she could better understand um, what it is that I did and, and for, for, you know, um, for the most part, I don't, I don't specifically practice Wicca, but again, it, it's more relatable to what I do practice. Um, so I wanted her to have that perspective of me and kind of understand things. And she, she was very open and, understood for the most part and she knew that you know reading cards and, and everything was my passion and she always pushed me to do better so when I told her that I was going to do this you know and try to not necessarily at this point do it full-time but, you know, actually do it professionally, she was very open, and she really just wanted to support me, and she knew that it made me happy, which is awesome, because I know a lot of people's parents who are not that open with them, or they just refuse to understand things, so I just, I thought that was awesome. Toward the end, um, with my mother, 
before she passed away, I was taking care of her, kind of um, like going to her house and cleaning her house and you know, helping her whenever she needed me or doing her laundry and making her bed. You know, I even gave her pedicures and stuff. <laughs> Um, she was she was very particular about her nails <laughs> um, but you know there was a lot of things that she couldn't do herself and I never I never thought that it was going to kind of end you know I, I always thought that she was sort of going to be around for like ages because she had been dealing with the same health issues that she had since I was 13 and so, you know, towards, towards my, uh, you know, late 20s and now in my, in my 30s, it, it was still the same situation, sort of. So, I don't know, it just seemed like it, maybe I was um, conditioned through time to sort of just acknowledge that that's how my mother was and that that's how she would be. Um, I know at this point people are probably wondering what this has to do with magic or anything, but um, being a mom is magical sometimes too. And I, I just feel like I need to put it out, um, put it out there about my mom just because you know, it is so close to, you know, the day that she passed, and, um, I don't know, I'm just compelled to do it, and when you are kind of connected to how I am, you learn to go with what your intuition tells you. There has been so many times where I've had things pop up in my head or um, it seemed like either um, a thought or a phrase or you know, even sometimes images that I would come way out of left field and I wouldn't know what they mean and I wouldn't say anything and then later on I think, oh, I should have said something because that's relatable and kind of confirmation. This is when I was younger, though, um, where I, I felt like I had to kind of prove myself, which when you're a child that doesn't really have a lot of self-esteem growing up, confirmation is really big for you. Um, so that's... <laughs> That's one thing that uh, I, I've learned since to kind of grow out of. <laughs> and I am a lot more confident and I feel like part of that is because of how I was raised. Um, not necessarily the self-esteem or being confident, but sort of the opposite. Um, I was sort of raised not to speak up or defend yourself really um, growing up with kind of both sides of my family it seemed like 
people were always, you know, how you have those, that, that one aunt that's always on, on the gossip, you know, (laughs) but for me, it was all of my family. (laughs) Um, but they know, (laughs) I'm not saying anything they don't know. They acknowledged it the other day, so (laughs) I feel like I won't get in trouble saying it. Um, but growing up, you know, they didn't, they didn't really know me because my father was in the military, so I didn't grow up around them, and I wasn't around them enough for them to know me. So with my mother being sort of the same way I was raised is, you know, you don't really defend yourself. Um, it, it kind of got to a point where um, I had to start sticking up for myself because um, at some points, my my mother, who you know, was raised that way, would also not stick up for me. So eventually, it was very hard. But I I started sticking up for myself, and I actually stopped talking to my mother for two years, which was really hard. But I'm so thankful for reconnecting with her before she passed away. Um, I got to be able to be around her again for quite a while before she passed. Um, When I was about 25, no, 23. I think I was 23 and we stopped talking. And I didn't talk to her for two years. It was very difficult. And I had the same falling out sort of with my father too, um, but not at the same time. And we're slowly trying to reconnect, which is good, but there was just a point in my life where I felt like if they are not willing to stand up for me, then I felt like, you know, I have to stand up for me instead, and at that point, it was, it was kind of a bad situation I was in, so I just felt like a lot of people were not in my corner, and they kind of should have been, because, you know, like parents or friends, um, that's a whole other thing. So, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, No, but I get people who always tell me like, okay, so the red lipstick. (laughs) It's big, right? I, I always wear red lipstick and I love the way I look in red lipstick and it complements my hair and you know I feel sexy and sassy when I have my red lipstick on but I've had so many people tell me they wish that they were confident like I am or they feel like they are not confident enough to pull off red lipstick but it's not like I just happen to be confident the entire time it took until I was about 25 or 26 years old to actually gain confidence in myself you know growing up as a as a chubby goth kid you know 
when it wasn't cool. Now it's <laughs> now it's cool apparently. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it took a lot of hits to my self-esteem and um, to my ego. I didn't really have an ego to begin with, but um, just like mentally exhausting too to actually get to the point where I was confident in my abilities, I was confident in my own skin, I was happy with myself, you know, it, it was a long process, but a lot of people don't think about that, they just think of, you know, the here and now, um, but one thing that my mom told me was that she was very proud of me, and that I've actually flourished through the process of, of trying to, you know, be self-employed and, and sticking to what I love and, you know, reading cards professionally is, is something that I take a lot of pride in and I'm really good at it and I've had years of practice um, in my artwork. You know, those are the two huge things that I'm passionate about other than, you know, family. And then I have this weird obsession with Japan. <laughs> but it's just, oh my gosh. The amount that I've grown and the amount that I've changed has been huge. It is a drastic, drastic change. And she loved it. She loved watching it. She loved seeing me grow and turn into the woman that I am, she said. <laughs> um, but I guess the whole point of this was not only to speak about my mother, but I feel like it was relevant because it was all about changes and you know, especially with us going into March, as of today, it is March 2nd, and everything is starting to come back to life, everything is changing, everything is growing, um, you know, that, that transitional period of, of opening up, and it's starting to be warm out, and I just finished my, um, my monthly forecast for March, so... I know it's a little bit late, but there's a lot of stuff going on, so bear with me. <laughs> so that video will be posted later on this week also. Um, but it was all about transformation and, and growth and opening up. And um, it, was, it was amazing. And it just seemed like there was a lot going on for a lot of people. So I felt like this was going to kind of help. And I didn't want to bring necessarily bring tarot into it because I feel like Mystic Mondays is more about talking about the other aspects. You know, the, the other parts of, of the um, mystic or... Um, supernatural, not even, I don't consider it supernatural, I consider it natural anyways, but um, I hope I'm conveying that in a proper way, I'm not sure, but 
can't it's just all about growth right now and transformation um so i just kind of wanted to share how i'm growing and healing and you know especially when it comes to something so close as like the death of my mother oh my gosh these cars are ridiculous i'm so sorry uh, <laughs> I, i'm hoping to get a better microphone very very soon um but like i said i live in michigan and this is sort of the first warm day so i have the windows open and i kind of live right on a major road so I I feel like there's a lot of transformation work which is interesting because we're still in retrograde so you're not supposed to really start new things right now but it's more it's not necessarily a new thing it's more of a transition um like a growth versus starting a new project um I don't want to ramble too much longer because I know that people tend to have um you know expectations for podcasts being these nice crisp clean situations but I just wanted to open up and share my experience and I guess um if you guys have similar experiences or I don't really know how to um how to word that actually but if you guys have had a loss or if you guys have been going through growth and you know experiencing that either a mental or physical or or any aspect of of major changes recently it is expected at this point in time and um if you have any sort of um like messages that have come through because i've also had messages come through from my mother um shortly after she passed away i started talking to a group on facebook and they just happened to have a sort of a guided meditation and they went through and then um one of them pulled an oracle card and it was very direct it was about um a mother who was no longer around or like that mother mentality that mother aspect popped up and it even said directly i am your mother and i just burst into tears i started crying it it was you know it was very very recent that my mother had passed away i'm pretty sure it was within i want to say it was a couple days after her uh, memorial service <clears throat> excuse me seasonal change so my throat's a little scratchy um but yeah it's a lot of things are weirdly popping up that it would remind me of her and it 
seeming to be stronger around um, you know her birthday and Christmas but also around the time that she had passed away and it's starting to kind of happen again which makes sense because from today she would pass um, it, it's two days from now that it would be a year so um, March 4th at 4 in the morning she, I got the phone call um, but yeah so sorry if this is not as upbeat as I normally take it but I don't know I just I was compelled to talk about these things especially about change and just you know feeling that overwhelming urge to talk about my mother to anyone who would listen I guess but um, without her confidence and her support and my best friend Chelsea and without her you know pushing me and supporting me um, they are actually like two major reasons why I do what I do and I actually made the move to do this um, yeah I guess this is kind of um, my way of saying thank you to my mother and my best friend Chelsea I love you too if you're listening but this is very long so she probably will <laughs> um, alright and with that I will end this episode of Mystic Mondays I don't even know what to title it <laughs> um, and keep keep an eye out for the March forecast on my YouTube channel hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble on about my mom and um, I hope that you come back <laughs> I hope this didn't scare you off all right have a beautiful day reviews or monthly forecast readings make sure to check out the Persephone's Charm YouTube channel and if you'd like a personal reading feel free to book a session at persephonescharm.com also remember you can send in your questions for a chance for them to be answered on the segment called bunny slippers and broomsticks thank you all for listening and as always have a beautiful day